Next Talk, sponsored by nexttalk.org, contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our free video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Today we're talking about sleepovers. Oh, I remember sleepovers. Okay, so I remember distinctly in my mind the strawberry shortcake bedspread and the quilt. I totally had that whole set. You did not. Yes, I did. And I had the doll that you would squeeze no. the belly and her breath would go. Well, and, and it, it smelled, smelled so good. Yes. Oh my gosh, Kim. I had no idea that we had the same. That is what comes to my mind when I think about sleepovers, because we would spread that strawberry shortcake blanket out mm-hmm. and we would all climb in, me and mm-hmm. my girlfriends, you know, and we would order pizza and stay up late. And yeah. we had this tradition that whoever went to sleep the first, we would freeze their bra. Did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Did you do that? You were a bad person. Really? No, we did not do that. Yes, we would we would put it we would get it wet and then we would put it in the freezer. It was hilarious. And I've told my my teenage daughter about it now. And you know, she goes to sleepovers and she's like, Mom, that's such an invasion of privacy. Like, I can't believe that you would do that. We didn't but we did that. it. No, we did not. I do have a distinct memory though, probably because of the look on my mom's face of a really fun sleepover where we decided after watching a movie that we could create our own dunk tank using all of the household linens, pillows, no. a baby pool. And we created a pulley system with like this <laughs> piece of wood we found in the garage. And yeah, so my mom was lady not engineers thrilled. right there. Yes. I mean, we were all, like, we created this whole thing. It was That's so much impressive. Fun. Yes. But I just remember no sleep. Like that was what it was. Like you stayed up all night and then maybe you fell asleep for an hour and yeah. But it was fun stuff. I mean, great memories, right? For the most part. I do have other memories, though, that have kind of um, helped form our decisions about sleepovers. Mm. We're going to talk about those. Too. Yes, because now we're seeing this shift again yes. in parenting. And, you know, we're getting stories of my daughter went to the sleepover and they were FaceTiming an old time, old guy in a different yes. country. And he's asking for all their personal information. And, you know, it just makes me think, okay, sleepovers, now we hate you. But it's not not really the sleepovers we hate because those are great memories to cherish. It's the the addition of the screens. Yep, what they can be exposed to. It's almost like before it was me and my four girlfriends, Mm -hmm. you know, hanging out. Mm -hmm. And now it's me and the entire world hanging out with my friends because the screen is right there. And everybody's on it and everybody's looking at it and everybody's... Me have access to anything. And I think we're so much more sensitive now to who your child might be exposed to, even in person. Um, you know, I've heard some stories recently about the uncle that the parents didn't know was going to be there or the cousin yeah. the parents didn't realize was going to stop by. And before those things happened, but I think because of the online world and all the stories that we hear, we're much more sensitive to that kind of stuff and aware of what can happen. Absolutely. So it's really hard. I mean... When I first started, you know, my kids, I want them to have those memories, yes. but at the same time, I want them to be safe Absolutely. more than anything. And it is a different world. It's really hard for me not to get mad. You yes. know, I have to really control that because that's my default sometimes, like getting mm-hmm. mad and bitter and gosh, this world is just so crazy. Why does it have to be this way? Yes. 
I want to go back to the simple days. Mm-hmm. I mean, they seemed so much simpler. Well, that's when we usually say we're moving out to the country. Yeah. We need an island. No Wi-Fi. No Wi-Fi. <laughs> yes. We're going to be alone, which obviously is not the answer, but it just feels that way sometimes. Yeah. Why it feels like you just want to. Is the world so yucky? get away. Mm -hmm. So when we're looking at this, you know, and we were, I mean, I've got a 14 year old, so we've addressed this for a while now. Um, But when it first started happening in elementary school, I, you know, my husband and I, it was important for us to talk about it first Mm -hmm. and like, what, how do you feel about this? What is your take on this kind of thing? Get on the same page. And we kind of, when we were talking, we were like, well, you know, we kind of have four options. You know, we can say one, no sleepovers at all. Like we just have a no sleepover policy Mm -hmm. and we're going to go through each of these, but let's just name them all off right now. No sleepover policy Two, um, you know, sleepover at close friends. You know, we know the families we've invested in the families. These are people that we do life with basically, Mm -hmm. you know, our very close knit circle. Um, And then three, you know, allow most sleepovers, but try to meet one parent first, touch base with Mm -hmm. them, you know, that kind of acquaintances yeah yeah i guess say and then i guess for you have another option that you just say yes always Mm -hmm. you just yes that's an option that you have i think those are the four options i mean do you think of any others that doesn't fit into that category no i think those are pretty much the four options and i think what you said earlier is key and which doesn't happen a lot um, in marriage is sometimes you know when we come into it we think well this is how i did it and this is what's going to happen and obviously that makes sense And so when we sat down and my son was invited to a sleepover, it was probably two years ago. And I was like, so much fun. Yes. Even though I had a bad experience at a sleepover, I thought, well, that was just an isolated incident. Yeah. And I just thought that's like a coming of age thing. So you were just thinking, yes, it didn't even occur to me. So fun. You're going to do sleepovers. Yes. And the family that asked us, you know, we knew them very well and we love them and trust them. And, um, they were, they just assumed that we would say yes too. Right. So it was never a discussion. And then when I mentioned it to my husband, Hey, um, our son was invited to the sleepover. He was like, absolutely not. And I was like, <laughs> what? So we, it's like, you need to go back to marriage counseling. Yes! Cause you're like, wait a minute. What do you mean? I mean, we've been together 20,000 years and how would I not know but this? These things come up when you're parenting. Parenting changes everything. So the yeah. continual conversation is so key. And as things come up, you cannot assume that you'll be on the same page. And this is a big example of that. So what did you guys decide? What is your policy on sleepover? We do not do sleepovers. You, you just you have a stay, no sleepover policy. Yes. You can stay late in the evening till 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it's time to go to sleep, we will pick you up. And after talking to my husband about his reasons why and me thinking about what happened with me at a sleepover, I said, you know, that makes sense. And when we explained it to our son in that way, he was like, you know, I totally get it. And he's like, I'm fine with that. And we also said things change and we need to, um, both of us, you son and us, we always need to have grace for change. And if we come to you one day and say, you know what, we really trust this friend or this family and it's an extenuating circumstance or we feel like maybe things have changed, then we might relook at the rules. I think that's so important with our kids, you know, because things do change. We evolve, we have different opinions or you know, new information becomes available Absolutely. or there's a very close family that you would, you know, literally trust. Yes. They're, they're like family. Yes. And so I get that. I think that's really good with all things. Yes. You know, age of dating, all of it, because you can't, they may not be ready. Mm-hmm. They may be ready. You, all these extenuating circumstances you got to take into account. And it'll go both ways. I love that. We have a family on our team that they had allowed sleepovers and they had some experiences and 
they came to their kids and they said, you know, we need to change the policy. And their kids understood. They talked through it. It wasn't like just a no. Yeah. It's like, here's what we've seen. Here's why. Here's why. And it was a great family conversation. Yeah. So, you know, at Next Talk, we believe your family, your choice and whatever works for you. And I will tell you, for us, we started out being a number two family. And that was the option. Allow sleepovers at close friends who we trust. Right. And there's some pros and cons to this. I've shared this with you before, Kim, Mm -hmm. as you were talking about your policy. Um, You know, it started out great. We had a few families that we really trusted. And, and, you know, my daughter had some great memories at those houses. Mm -hmm. There was one thing in particular that was um, another person that we didn't know had been invited to the sleepover. And that person brought some stuff to the sleepover. Yes. That wasn't the best stuff, but, but my daughter handled it well. There were great conversations. I didn't get mad. I was like, okay, she sees us at school too. So it's okay. So there was some conversations there, but you know, the hardest part for me with being in being that family that you're Mm -hmm. like, yes, I will allow it close friends and family, Mm -hmm. you know, I will allow sleepovers is, um, when we transitioned to middle school, Yes, when we went from elementary to middle school, and now we're getting ready to transition to high school. There's always new friends coming in the mix. Absolutely, The friends change. Mm -hmm. And what I have found is um, some of the kids feel judged because they'll be like, well, you get to go to their house. Sure. Why can't you come to my house? Absolutely. And it almost feels like, well, your parents don't think my house is good in it. You know, and I I can see that. You may not. I can understand how they feel that way. Yes. But most of the time, it's just a matter of, I don't know your family. Exactly. And I that's a lot to let my daughter spend the night Absolutely. at your house when I don't know anybody in your family other than the the girl, you know? Mm-hmm. So that has been a challenge. I think that just think about, um, I do love what Kim said, be flexible mm-hmm. because in middle school, we kind of had to revisit it. We yeah. had to revisit our policy. Mm-hmm. And I told her, look, you've been to these three homes. These are okay still, mm-hmm. but anybody else I'm going to pick you up at 10 o'clock, yeah. you know, you can go to the party and hang out as long as I can connect with the mom, text the mom, mm-hmm. you know, kind of get to know her kind of yes. thing. Yeah. But then I'm going to pick you up. Yeah. I had one friend, I was talking through this. She has an older child too. And she said something that I loved. She said, nothing good ever happens after midnight. That is my husband's number one reason. When we had this conversation, that's the first thing he said, God designed you to sleep. It's, yeah. It's imperative that you sleep to make good decisions. And he's like, nothing good ever happens after midnight. And well, and I, I will say that's he's right, because the things that have happened at sleepovers that we've had issues with, mm-hmm. they happen after the parents are in bed. Yep. The kids stay up. Yep. And even, you know, yeah, even if the parents are monitoring the phones, yep. then they still have them Then yes. they go get them, whatever. So it's it's so hard because you yeah. want to trust that they'll make good decisions. But it is something that you have to really think through. And it is a different world now. Um, but yeah, that was one of his, his main points. And, and I also the point that he said, look at yourself, like when you're exhausted or when you're in a group mentality and exhausted, like usually good decisions are made. Yeah. And he's like, these kids are hyped up on sugar, usually having a great time and then they crash and burn. And then they start making foolish decisions after midnight. I was like, you know what? When bad things happen in my experience too. And so that's how we came to our conclusion. But again, your family, your choice. Well, let's talk about, though, because you may have a no sleepover policy, but maybe your kid is going to church summer camp. Yep. 
And so there may not be screens allowed, yeah. but there's other kids who have seen things on those screens that are going to go. Yes, and absolutely. they, you know, and so there's going to be some conversations. So let's just talk about some talking points that you can tell your kids if they're going to sleepovers or they're going to an overnight camp, mm-hmm. things to remind them of. Well, first off, always, um, you know, we go back to protect your heart and mind. Mm-hmm. You know what? You're responsible for what you allow into your heart and your mind. It is your job to protect yourself. Mommy and daddy are not going to be with you at all times. You have got to learn how to do that yourself. You've got to take the initiative. Yeah. And that's that's just a constant conversation. It but is. it's a great reminder when they go to sleepovers because yeah. you're trusting them mm-hmm. that if something comes up or something mm-hmm. happens, you need to remove yourself from the situation. You need to protect yourself. And you can make it cool, by the way. Yeah. I was thinking about it the other day. You know, we're talking to you as parents, but you don't want to talk to your kids um, the way we talk to you. Mm-hmm. You know, have the conversation in their language. You yeah. know, make it like I'll tell my kid, and I'm like, you got this. And yes. he knows what I mean. Or I'm like, I trust you. Like, you do your thing. Yes. You know how to handle this. You know what? That That is so great. I'm so glad yeah. you said that. For my daughter, I will say. Sister, you have a great gut. It's the Holy Spirit. And I have seen you watch this with your friend circle Mm -hmm. on who is good an influence and who is not so good of an influence. You have that. You have that instinct. Follow that at the sleepover. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Just encouraging them and empowering them. Yes. Yeah. Be cool. Um, The (laughs) other thing that I say to my daughter, especially, you know, we allow sleepovers at certain houses is um, always change behind closed doors. Yes. So here is the shift again. Mm-hmm. You know, with us, we would just all dress right there. I mean, yes, it wasn't a big a deal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't anything weird. You just mm-hmm. change into your pajamas right mm-hmm. there and then hop on the strawberry shortcake blanket, right? <laughs> <laughs> but today we have to remember all those girls probably have phones. Yeah. And so they may not even they may not even directly mean to take a picture of you undressing. What if they're just snapping a photo or a selfie of themselves, but in the mirror behind Mm -hmm, them, mm -hmm. you're naked or you're, you know, down to your bra and underwear or whatever. And they snap it or they post it or they Instagram it. And, you know, young teen girls, their bodies are changing. They're all self-conscious. They're all like, oh, this is weird. This feels weird. Can you imagine what it would do to a self-esteem of a child? And so I'm always telling my daughter, always change behind closed doors. Just do it because phones are everywhere. It just protects you and you don't have to worry. Did somebody accidentally take a picture? Absolutely. You know, and this is one of those things that falls into that category that we revisit a lot of don't assume that your child knows this. Yeah. You know, it makes sense. It's common sense. Of course, she knows the change behind closed doors. Yes, but still, you need to have the conversation. You need to continually remind them of these things. They've got a lot coming at them. And it's these like key points that we need to remind them of. It just happened to one of our members on our team, her and her husband. And, you know, he had his phone. He was t- just talking to her and she was like around the corner in the shower and he was taking a picture of himself. But the reflection yes. caught her in the shower yes. and they were dying. And like, they I were can't like, believe this happened. They were like sharing a Bible story. It was something good. Yes. He was like, look what I just read. It was something like, yes. yes. So it can happen to the best of us. So just take yeah. the precaution and make sure to remind your kids. The other thing, you know, we talk about late night and nothing happens good after 12 Mm -hmm. with girls a lot, even at camp, Mm -hmm. late night talks sometimes get gossipy, sometimes get, well, I don't like her because didn't need any, you know, whatever. It Mm -hmm. gets a little catty. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Proverbs 16, 28 speaks into this gossip, gossip separates the best of friends. Just remind your kid of that when they're going to overnight camp, mm-hmm. when they're going to a sleepover. Mm-hmm. And, and you can say, hey, don't say anything you wouldn't say in front of the person, yes. you know, behind their back. Just yes. don't. Yeah, that's so good. 
um, I think it's important to talk about the secret code here. Yes. Um, this is something that um, we implemented with our kids and as husband and wife also. Um, the secret code is something that you come up with that your kid can say to you over the phone that will not be obvious that they are in need of you. So like, I forgot to feed the dog. Yeah. That means come get me right now. Yeah. Um, so whether it's a word or a sentence, something that your kid can say to you or your spouse can say to you in any circumstance and you know, drop everything and come. Yeah. That's a great, great tip. Yeah. You got to have the secret, secret code. If you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio at 2 p.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is listener supported. Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through your donations. To support our organization, go to nexttalk.org and click on give. Now, kind of going back to the gossip thing that you mentioned, some kids are not going to get invited to the sleepover. Oh, yes. And I'm that's so glad you thing. brought this up. That is a whole thing. Um, we need to talk about being respectful about what you post. If no one else is posting it, don't post it. Yeah, I always, you know, when we host parties at our house, I always say, sissy, don't post it, yeah. you know, and then sometimes other girls will and mm -hmm. you just can't prevent that sometimes True. from happening. Um, one thing that I have learned, though, is if you are the host home and that is try to be the host home. Yeah. That's the best case scenario. Yeah. Um, two things I would say to do is one, send out an email to the parents and tell them. I have a cell phone policy that all phones have to stay on the kitchen counter. Mm -hmm. Like that just helps protect a little bit of this changing yes. scenario and um, things like that. Now that doesn't mean when you go to bed, somebody won't go behind your back and do that. And we've True. had that happen at our home. True. So, but you can set that up. And the second thing is when I send that email or that text out to the parents, I will also say, please don't post this on social media. Like we don't want anybody to get their feelings hurt that they're not invited. Yeah. We ask that. Sometimes mm -hmm. they don't abide by that. Mm -hmm. But we are setting the example. Yeah. And we are. And, and now it's gotten to the point. Now my daughter's older. I used to do that in sixth and seventh grade, send an email or send a text. Now my daughter's old enough that she kind of just corresponds with her friends. Uh -huh. So I'll say, hey, can you text them and ask these two things if, and tell them that it's my fault? Like this is. And yes. I said, you can even say my mom is kind of crazy about this kind of stuff, guys. Yes. I mean, I said, it's fine to throw me under the bus. Like yeah. it's that's perfectly OK. Put it all off on me. Um, but my daughter has told me over and over again, mom, I love it when we host sleep sleepovers or parties mm -hmm. because we actually get to talk like yes. not everybody's on their screens and yes. she's loving it. You guys do fun things together. I, I'm one night I had all these teenagers in my house and all the phones were laid out on the counter, which mm -hmm. is so funny because my husband walked by and we took a picture of it because his phone was the smallest phone <laughs> <laughs> out of all these. They teenage had all the phones. new fancy phones. Yes. So and funny. he was like, this is sad. All these teen <laughs> girls have bigger phones and I have my little hand me down. Yes. But um, it was so cool. We had these teen girls and we didn't really have anything on the agenda. And I kept telling my daughter, I was like, what are we going to do? And she's like, don't worry, don't worry. They ended up going outside playing tag. Yeah. Playing tag. Mm -hmm. These teenagers. Mm -hmm. And they all came in and they were like, this is so much fun. Yep. And it was just like they needed a minute to put their phone down. They yes. needed like permission. Yep. Put it on the counter and go have fun. My husband works in middle school and he tells me all the time, especially the boys, but probably because he talks to the boys a little bit more um, about their energy. And mm. they will say like, we, we just don't play anymore and we just want to go outside. And a few times when they've actually let the boys go outside on like a special schedule, they will just play. And these are teenagers, like eighth graders. Yeah. They just want to play. And we've kind of taken that away from them by putting the screen in front of them. 
Well, I think in our minds, we think, oh, they're vegging, they're on their screen, it's downtime, but it's not really. Their Mm -hmm. mind is going 100 Mm -hmm. miles an hour, taking in all the information. It's not downtime. They need a physical release. I mean, really playing outside is more downtime than than being on the screen. And we kind of have to remind ourselves of that. I think it's also important, just like with adding a new app or getting to, you know, go somewhere new is talking to your kid about this is a privilege. You know, this is not just an expectation. You have earned this because we trust you. Yeah. We know that you're going to protect your heart and mind. Go back to that. Yeah. The other thing is if, you know, this probably wouldn't pertain to camp, but Mm -hmm. it would pertain in my situation. It has, this has played into us about cyber strangers. So I remind them because there have been issues where people have been contacted that, you know, the kids don't know on a sleepover and personal information was asked for. I mean, in different country from people in different countries. And so it's just a reminder. Listen, you're going to be with all these people. Mm. They may think it's funny. You know, mm-hmm. we prank called. Mm-hmm. Oh, now, my goodness. We totally did that. We prank called. Yes. Now they FaceTime strangers from other countries Ugh, and prank so each other, but they're crazy. looking at each other. Yes. It's more personal. Sharing it's more intimate. Yes. Yikes. And so, again, it's that shift we need to be aware of. Another one people don't think about a lot um, is gun safety. Yes. And you don't want to have to think about that, but you do. Yeah. Yeah, you need to, um, because, you know, and this does not matter how you fall on the gun debate. This Mm-mm. is not about the no, gun debate. This is just about, you know, a home being there after midnight. Mm-hmm. Do they have access? Mm-hmm. Are they there? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. And my husband, we're responsible gun owners. You mm-hmm. know, everything is locked behind and yes. we have that. And so I'm not against that at all. Mm-hmm. But we just need to have the conversation with our kid. If anybody ever did bring out a gun. Yep. You know, that's a situation where you need to use the code to call me. You need to get away. You need to because accidents happen. And we've seen the national stories where kids are accidentally killed with firearms. So it's a conversation we need to have with them. It sure is. And then the other sticky one is, um, you know, that you don't you hope will never happen or they'll be faced with is sexual abuse. Um, It does happen. And sleepovers are one of those places where, like we talked about earlier, someone is there or shows up or an older sibling or a younger sibling um, of the opposite or same sex who engages in something because of what they've seen or what's been done to them. Well, and I've seen, I've heard the older sibling thing more and more. And, you know, there is a correlation there too because of the access to pornography and kids are getting addicted to pornography so much sooner. And it's like a drug, you know, Mm -hmm. you can only watch it for so long and then you want to act it out on someone. Mm -hmm. And so that child on Child on child sexual abuse is a big deal right now. We need to be aware that that is happening and it's not just happening to broken families. I mean, it's this is happening in good homes where parents are caught off guard. And so, you know, you can check out our pornography series. We did a five point pornography series on that, but you can check that out. Um, You know, with the sexual abuse things, just remind your kids. One of the things that we say a lot that we don't realize is. Just be respectful of the, of the adults there. Do what they yes. do what they say. Yes. Okay, so I've stopped saying that now. <laughs> You're so right. You need to clarify that. Yeah. So now I say to my kids, if the adult asks you to do anything illegal, immoral, or ungodly, you do not do that. It is okay to say no. It's okay to call me. It's it's your right to say no. That is such a good point. Because you know, yes. kids take heart everything that we say, and if we say, do what your coach tells you, do what this parent tells you and and i will say there are bad people in the world and we don't realize it so 
you you are respectful and you but if it's ungodly illegal or immoral it is not okay it is not okay i'm glad that you clarified that because that's one of those old school parenting things you know that we've said yeah and we've heard growing up and it really falls under that category of protect or i'm sorry under that category of the shift in parenting that we have to identify and we have to change the way that we address things yeah and you know if your child calls you at any time pick them up no matter what time it is don't ask questions just go just go now if you've decided not to do sleepovers um i think it's really important not to just lay down the law you can do that again your family your choice but i think the conversation is so key here this is a chance for you to sit down and explain your reasons why. And you yeah. don't have to go into detail. Like for me, um, it was at a sleepover where one of the little girls wanted to play doctor. Mm. And we saw things that we should not have seen. You're still scarred. I'm still <laughs> scarred. Yes. And um, we were pretty young at the time. But I still remember it very vividly. You can't ever erase those things from your mind. And so I, I think deciding based on the age of your kid what they're ready to hear You can explain why you're not doing it. And again, um, tell them, you know, this may change someday. But for now, this is why mommy and daddy want to do it and how we want to protect you. Explain the why behind it. I love it. Also, if you allow sleepovers like we do, make your make time available the next day to ask some questions. You can press open ended questions and they may need to sleep for a little while first. You know, don't bombard them right when they walk in the door. I'm thinking let them sleep for a couple hours and then at dinner the next night. So. What did you guys do? Did anything yes, happen? Yes. Did you were contact you, anyone were from you school? Put in any weird situations? Mm-hmm. Did you ever feel weird? You know, yeah. anything like that. Just those open-ended questions. What movies did you watch? That always elicits some conversation. Yeah. And so to summarize uh, the show today, talk to your spouse first and decide on your sleepover policy. If you allow sleepovers, create conversation before and after. Don't forget the follow-up. And hosting sleepovers can be awesome. Set up guidelines to protect the kids under your roof from online danger. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our free video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk?